The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. Is that what you're It is not. (laughs) Welcome to another episode, guys, of Horrible Decisions. We are... Almost at the end of the motherfucking year. Yes, we are. Goddamn. What's going to happen next? Is there going to be like another wildfire? I forgot about that. Did you watch Death to 2020 on Netflix? And it like <laughs> reminds you of all the fucking crazy shit that happened in 2020? I wonder if they're going to do that for 2021. To me, this year was was just one of those years. Like it was just, I, I don't know. I'm ready for 2022. I, all I keep saying is I'm ready for this year to be over. I'm just ready for it to be. Over. I had a great year work-wise, but not sex-wise. My pussy broke. I got depressed. I gained weight because I was depressed. But it's all right because I'm gonna suck it out. And once I suck it out, you're really committed to this lipo. Am I committed to this lipo? Oh, guys, announcement! My Christmas present to <laughs> myself is liposuction. And let me just say something real quick. Everybody that tells me just work out gets me really upset. Me, because for one. Bitch, I do. For two, even if I didn't, I feel like getting fucking lipo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like when you're telling somebody, just work out. When I tell you the tables be turning like crazy on this fucking show, Eden, well, I, I remember you, before I got my weight loss surgery, oh. like that was a thing, especially when you were hardcore working out. You used to always just tell me, just work out. And I'm like, but it's not the same. It's really not. Yeah, but I was worried about your surgery because of the complications. There's complications with every surgery. I know, but I do know someone that had got the sleeve and I was scared. Like, the person that I know that got it has so many fucked up issues. Lipo, I, I, I'm not really scared of. And I know you tried it, but like what you did changed your life. But I was really just scared because like she be having issues with the... um. What's the dumping thing? Can you talk about what was it? Dumping syndrome. But that happens in, in the beginning. Hers is really what bad. What is dumping syndrome? It's know. like, I mean, to me, imagine like Thanksgiving when you like eat and you're like, you just feel awful. Yeah. So when you get the gastric, your stomach is much smaller. Oh, interesting. So literally like the amount of nausea, 
nausea. Nausea. There we go. The amount of like nausea and just how you feel like it's literally one of the worst feelings. And so like early on into getting gastric, like you literally can eat two bites and be full. And if you overeat immediately, you just feel like shit. Yeah, It's just a big like lifestyle shit. That's why they make you do, you know, like, um, what is it, psychiatric evaluation, shit like that? Because it's like a Uh-oh. really big fucking deal. Right, right, because it's such a switch up so fast. Like, and not only that, like, it's frustrating when we would go eat, for, not for me, but for her, because she was just like, oh my God, like, my social habits have changed. Then the acid reflux thing with her throat, now a thyroid issue. So, like, it was uh-huh. just scary as fuck for me to, like, watch somebody go through that. But I know with lipo, they be just saying, like, just shape your shit because that's what I want nah it's, but I know it's, it's different a lot. yeah that's how shit that's how Kanye mama died getting lipo right right yeah. I think so mm-hmm. like and I know like uh, uh, another uh, Instagram model just said to me any so type of surgery it's of course but um with the li- with the lipo I'm getting I'm just getting my stomach um and I found a lot of people were like because you were like just get a BBL but I don't want to do it because of that artery. Like a lot of women die from getting their butt done. And I understand why waste that tube of fat when you just put it in your ass. Sounds like a great plan. But apparently the fucking artery by your ass, like it could really like it's one of the most complicated surgeries. It's got the most rampant deaths from BBLs. I think in Miami, I was reading this one place. Um, there's a porn star I really like who got um, lipo there. And I wrote her on Twitter. CG Cosmetics. Nine people died. Like it within a year. That's how risky that BBL surgery was. But apparently the number, the ratio wasn't that bad because they do that many BBLs. Right. So anyway, I just get to stun me. Have BBLs always been a thing? Yeah. Or was it just like lipo and then... Get- I feel like I've only known about them for a few years. Yeah. No. I feel like I just found out. I've BBLs known about like BBLs year. for a while. Over a decade now. Yeah. Back when I was like... I knew about silicone. But it was probably like also the girls I was hanging around. You know what I mean? And also, I didn't understand the skinny BBL. Oh, I wish I had my Instagram. What is the skinny BBL? Like Drea. No, but Drea's body's real. No, it's not. I don't believe that. Okay. You don't have to believe it. It's not. Drea talks about this shit all the time. Her ass is consistent in mad pictures. I just refuse to believe that you can't have a beauty, beautiful body like Drea has mm. and a BBL. My homegirl doesn't have a BBL. Shout out to Kayla Nicole. She's a fitness buff like Drea. And I follow Drea and she's like crazy. That bitch be working out two, three times a day. And I think like, like the skinny BBL looks so natural that you wouldn't know. Because I know what you're talking about, that shape. The ab etching. Damn, I wish I could find this doctor's name. But there's an Asian dude in Houston. He does all the skinny BBLs. And once I found that out, I was like, oh, bitch, I'm getting a fitness page. I'm going <laughs> to suck it out and I'm going to teach you how to keep it up. Have, y- have y'all ever actually considered being like a fitness influencer at all? Nigga, do you know who the fuck you talking to? I mean, hell no. I did when I was going to spin class a lot. But then I was like, no, I guess I talk about drug use and alcohol too much. Oh, yeah. It doesn't like match the upkeep maybe i, I can what? maybe i could be like a brianda <laughs> you know how she's like a christian but she's like fun maybe i could be a fitness influencer but i'm like bitch i'm still gonna eat these donuts Oof. that'd be fun are there any popular fitness influencers that aren't like crazy skinny because i wouldn't know that's the kind of page i want <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm actually- i mean my uh i have my friend ali she's mm. beautiful like you, do you know who i'm talking about no but uh, what's your handle 
Miss Alyssa sort of. Hold on. I love like Her a, body a regular amazing. looking person that's fit. Miss um, uh, Miss Dot Alyssa Sordo and then Kita Girl. Uh, let me get the uh, num- Kita Girl nine two one. That's this is actually her outfit that I'm wearing. Her body is like just fucking beautiful. We said normal people, bro. These are normal people, and she did you got a crazy fit body? I'm and talking this about is someone Ms. that's a size ten. Like, yes, look at her. Look how thick she is. Her ass is beautiful. Okay, Mandy, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Hold on. Bro, these are, are beautiful. Banging bodies. Yeah, but let you me said explain. size 10 that work out. Like, you don't... I'm <laughs> saying, like, someone that's not flat stomach that's healthy and working out because I believe that that's a thing. There's a girl I be seeing on the fucking Peloton shit that I do all the time. She's, like, in her 5,000th ride. Look, look, look and at her. she's not, like, super thin, but that's the shit I feel like... She looked good. She looked too good. She looks great. That's not that's not normal. And for she me had a baby. <laughs> she just had a baby. Yeah, Her- see, I can't look at that on Instagram. I'm like, oh, bitch, I'll I'll never get there. You can't be that good looking and tell me you a fitness. No, I mean normal looking people, Mandy. To me, she's normal. Me someone who's to a me, fix. To me, she's to me she's thick and just proportioned. I like that. Yeah, thick I'm and proportioned. Like I like that. She and she's thick as shit. And proportioned. I like it. Well, speaking of proportion, I'm about to get crazy ratio and I can't wait. And I was like, okay, so when I get fat again, if I get fat again, where's the fat going to go? He's like, well, you might get fat in the stomach, but it probably won't happen because the fat deposits change. He's like, so it'll probably go to your bottom half or wherever you normally gain weight. And as you can see, my legs have been getting thicker, which is the one good thing about me getting fat. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to say I won't need a BBL because... I'm just hoping it's just gonna look so skinny. They're gonna be like, damn, where you got an ass from? And I'm gonna be like, Dr. Kraft. <laughs> That's what I'm really hoping for. But also, I bring up the working out thing because um, medication, like, that's how I gain weight. Hmm. I didn't gain weight because I was eating uh, from um, depression. I gained weight from the actual medication. So, you know, no, I didn't kill myself. But at the same time, I was like, well, bitch, you ain't as cute as <laughs> I think a lot of people do forget about the side effects of pills like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just like, like bro, there's, there's me up. skin, hair, weight gain, Fucking, uh, all of what, that. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, like you have like a like a low sexual drive is for some of them. It imbalances your hormones. Like, yeah, it's it hard to come. What was really kind of sad, and I had to talk to Obe about it, is I wasn't able to come from sex because, like, I know he's and still I'm having trouble, and obviously I've been like fucking this person for so many years. It's not like I can't get there, right? But the the goal of orgasm is so intense in my brain. And I also know that he knows it's hard for me to get to because of medication. So he's probably thinking about it. Then I'm thinking about it. So it makes me anxious. And I feel guilty because masturbation is the only patience I have with myself. You know, I feel bad to say you might have to fuck me for 45 minutes when I used to come in five. So like sometimes if I want to come, I just masturbate now, which is something that I don't know if anybody else is going through, but I feel super guilty because you just want to have sex with yourself. Right. And a lot of people don't talk about that. You know, you may feel insulted if you find out your partner is masturbating, but they're not fucking you. But I can't explain it. It's just something that makes me feel less pressure right now. And it works. So I don't know. But anyway, once I suck it out and I start looking at myself in the mirror, I'll be like, maybe. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be an immediate confidence boost? Um, I get honestly more than it's confidence. I'm so frustrated that I'm not able to get back to what I used to look like. Like, I don't feel like I'm 
my mood is down about it more than I'm fucking frustrated. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I used to look like this and I know I'm, it's not because of my own habits. That's what drives me crazy. But, um, maybe it'll give me some confidence, but I think with sex, it'll help. Like, I don't actively think that I'm looking different when I'm fucking, but I feel like if my body changes, it might make me want to fuck more. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. Because I feel like I still have face. That really saves me. You still have face? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're not, like, feeling your best about your body, I'm like, well, I'm still cute. That's what I really be feeling like. <laughs> Thanks for taking a pic in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt like that? Like, maybe? I mean, no, not in a long time. It's just really weird because, um... Oh, with the holidays and being single again, I still only want to be with the person that I've been with for the last year and a half. Right. So normally around the holidays, like even all my old hoes, they're with their families. Duh. Mm. Like, so I'm not really having the opportunity to backtrack. And then with all the touring, I don't have time to date. So I find myself just wanting to still be with him um, because I still have like a crazy sex drive. That's so, so I want to have sex. Though. Um, and so, no, I mean, outside of that, I'm just really trying to like, want to have sex with other people. Cause I don't. I know. I don't. Um, I hate that feeling. Too. I'm, I'm, I mean, in DC, like I, I met like this little pretty girl. I, I realized like I want to be with women more right now. Um, but it's weird. Cause I like, I, I have just like phases with them. Like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I want to bring her to New York. I want her to stay with me for the weekend. This happened even when I was in Orlando. Met this other girl, made out with her all night. And then when I got to New York, I was like, okay, I don't want anyone in my space. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm having this weird like thing right now sexually. Like I want to be with women, but I just want to be with my ex. So I wonder if you only want to be with women because you feel like you'd compare a man to him. You know what I mean? Like you'd have to, not like you would, but uh. your body might. Well, it's also crazy because sex with him over the last year and a half has been like the most life-changing. That's sex what I'm saying. I've ever had sex with a woman. It's not really. I, I, I wouldn't compare it. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, from his body to the way, like after sex, like the aftercare he gives me, he stretches me, he massages me. It's like just so intimate. I just, I have no desire to have sex with other people, which sucks. Yeah. Cause like I all my old hoes are like, like my old hoes are ready to like, Oh, well, you know, I can meet you um, here. I can meet you there. Right. Like, nigga, Christmas coming up, so a bitch do want some <laughs> gifts. But I'm still just like, but do we have to fuck? Like, I know, like, you're my old hoe, and I know we used to have sex, but I'm really not in the mood to have sex with, like... Other people. Anyone else. Um, yeah, you could, so, you could tell me if I'm crossing a boundary, but have you spoken to him? Oh, we speak every day. Oh, okay. Yeah, we uh, we speak every day, but we're, like, not together. And that's right. emphasized. Like, I am trying to date... Uh, I talked about it with Weezy on a Patreon episode. Mm. I just don't have the time. Right. Like, there's no time to date. Like, I met this fine-ass motherfucker. Mm. And literally, because we met online, he lives in New York as well. I said, you got two weeks to see me. If we don't see each other, then Damn, I'm good weeks. on you. I feel like... Two weeks. If we long, live in the same city, there's no reason, right? Yeah, that's a long time. Wow. No. A bitch had a show. I had a recording every day. Ah, then I went out right. of town to Vegas. Then I went out of town to DC. Then I went out of town to LA for a week. And I'm like, damn, I don't have time to see you. Mm. And he works a nine to five. So like during the week, it's different for him. I'm just like, fuck. And I don't want to date a creative. I don't want to date anyone in this space. 
Huh. I don't, yeah, I don't want to date a creative, but. My chances are lost. I'm like, damn, maybe, maybe I do need <laughs> After to. After like, that scalp no, massage. I'm, right. I'm telling you, no, no, I feel like maybe I do need to like find out where the old niggas hang out. Like, I feel like I need a nigga that's retired. That has nothing to do. There's a so that he can just be available when I need him to be available. About <clears throat> creatives that I dated one, you know, in LA, and there was something about it that I really liked because he didn't really seem disappointed at anything. Like if I had to cancel on something, or if uh. my time frame or taking calls, like he just gets it. And also, I didn't have to go through the motion of, oh, like yes, you're about to see this crazy clip on Instagram. Whereas like, I feel like, I feel like someone who isn't um, in the industry, so to speak, might feel a little insecure about that. And I'm also projecting from past partners because Old Bay is great with it. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he works in tech. But I do find that people that are creative just are easier to move with, uh, move along with. Also, moreover, it's funny because I feel like industry or creatives they don't really give a fuck if I'm a hoe in their head or not. If their friends think I'm a hoe, they don't care what anyone's going to like, you know, pick up on Instagram or like circle around in their group chat. Like they don't give a fuck. They understand like a lot of this is performance that you're doing, that you have to, you know, be a personality, be open, be fun, do the flirty shit and, Mm -hmm. you know, be sexy on Instagram. Like that is a lot of our brand. You know what I'm saying? Have Have you guys ever dated someone who was almost like competitive towards you? Because of what you guys do? No, like my ex hates all of this. Oh, okay. He really? He's, he's private. Mm. So he, uh, like, okay. and I think that, that when we first started talking again, it was the pandemic. So he didn't realize the reach I had. Yeah. And then when he started like bringing me up to friends and things like that, he's like, oh, so people I know, like, listen to your show. And now they know but what the things did that I he do. like about it. Everything, like me sharing a lot of our intimate moments and like the privacy. Yeah, because like now he's like, like the way he carries himself, he's just very to himself, statuesque to himself, private. And like now his friends know like the sex clubs and what we do on our spare time. And I think that was just a lot for people that he knows from work and from just like for years. Yeah. Now knowing what he does in the bedroom. Mm. So like we've had a lot of talks about that. Do you ask for consent about it? Um, Yes and no. Like it wasn't a problem until it was a problem. And then I was like, well, nigga, just so you know, we pre-recorded. So for the next month and a half, yeah. <laughs> it's already recorded. You know, it's already I, out I'm there. I'm going to share this because it's making me think of something. And I wasn't going to talk about it, but someone I dated is dating someone new. And I had, at first I thought it was her, but I don't think it is anymore. I got a page that tagged her and I both on Twitter sending me an article that this person wrote. And in the article, they talk about their partner, who was the partner that I used to date, and how I was sharing intimate details of our sex life, and they weren't happy about it. Uh, and it was... Ba- the, the new girlfriend was not happy about... No, no, no. Like, she wrote an article about this. Oh, about okay. Gotcha. Consent. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I wasn't making that clear. And when um, the only reason I read it is because that person tagged me in it and they were like, oh, she's calling you out. And I was like, oh, bitch, what's up? So I thought it was going to be like bar for bar, but it wasn't. It was vague and it may not have been about me. However, there was something very specific that let me know it was me. It said this person is sharing intimate sex details about our life 
and they're making content on the um, profit from the platform and basically saying that their partner expressed to her that he didn't like that. Mm. This to me was very insulting to read, especially because obviously consent is our fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's niggas I fucked. I've never talked about on horrible. Yeah. Can't talk about on horrible because they're like, doesn't matter if you don't say my name. Like, please don't. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. This person that she's talking about was not only someone that I was consenting with, discussing with, would share the episode with his friends, would tell people their name, would like be excited about it, laugh about it with me, like never once ever told me that they weren't happy about it. I asked if I could share these details. And so I think what's happening and what can happen and just making me think about what you just said is people change their mind or can act like they change their mind depending on the partner because it ain't him what he thought of me. You're dating someone new who might have been like, wow, you were dating a sex podcaster. So now you probably telling this bitch, yeah, she just go up there and talk about this stuff. And like, that's the only thing I could think because right. I had never fucking did that. I was really like upset when I read it because to me to make someone feel violated is not what I want to do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. And to know that like you expressed it to someone in that way, I'm like, either you were performing for this bitch, trying to make yourself seem like something like, I don't know, but it wasn't what I did. And I think the reason that happens is because afterward, when dating someone in the public eye, you're sitting there probably thinking about what you let happen because maybe you were in love. I mean, but not only that, it's it's to the point where it's like, and I know you've said this when you're out with reach. people. It's like when we're out, people come up to him and now act like they know who he is. And so when that when the people leave us, he's like, what does that person know about me? Because... He knows I'm on this show weekly and we talk. And so it's more so like now there's strangers that think that they know who he is. Mm. And so that's, you know, that's another part of it. But um, it's weird because like when we talk about, let's say like the Britney Runners or the Superheads, the girls that made books about all these people, I know that, you know, a part of, you know, our, our idea of that, or even when like rappers come out and say that they fucked with certain girls one of our quick responses were like, well, what if that other person didn't want to know, didn't want everyone to know about this? I think that uh, I recently had the conversation because Drake did that with SZA. And it's just like... What did he do? Like, pretty much mentioned that they used to fuck with each other. How? What did he say? I don't know the exact like in, words. Like in a song? I used to fuck with SZA back in 08 or some shit like that. And it was just like, what if SZA didn't want anyone to know that she used to fuck with Drake? Yeah, like it's in one of his lyrics. What the fuck? And and right. And so I know he's done that with Black China. Who said I know that? There's a <laughs> lot of there's a lot of like times. And so it does make me think like, damn, that's right. I sit here and wouldn't want someone to to go out and say that they fucked with me without me saying it's okay first. I think why I was really insulted and embarrassed is because that person implied that people were like coming up to them at work and saying things. And I was like, nigga. First of all, don't know what you look like, so cut it out. I feel like sometimes they just be dragging it. It's different with you and him because y'all were together in a lot of places where that happened. That did right. not happen with him and I. And I think he really was putting off for that girl. And if anyone I've ever dated has the notion to say that, it's scissors. She and I were face to face. She's been on an episode. Like, I mean, she is out there. Her face, bitch, her Instagram. Our moms are. My mama just no, called no, I mean, me that I was and fucking. said, bitch, I'm going to have to get a new motherfucking. She said, you going to pay for my makeover. I said, mom, what are you talking about? She said, why did someone just come up to me while I was pumping my gas and said, oh, my God, you're Mandy's mom. 
Why she said she got to get a makeover? Because she's like, bitch, I ain't a celebrity. I don't need to be known out here. She's like, not me being known as Mandy's mama while I'm pumping my gas. Oh. And mom. so she's just like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to get me a motherfucking makeover because, bitch, I ain't signed yeah, but up see, for this shit. That's different because your mom <laughs> is on your Instagram. I mean, obviously, they came on the show and our moms are fun. But I'm talking about as far as partners with faces. Right. Like. I just really be surprised that niggas really act like they meant that much to me. And like, I had a whole ass bitch I was in love with. <laughs> like, are you serious? Not saying like I wasn't on his dick too, because it was right. good. But like, yeah, it just really makes me think. And also what I did with scissors, I grew as the relationship grew. So even she wasn't ready for that. Right. right. Like we got back together and Horrible Decisions was one live show in. By the time we were like really, really in it, in it, it was like, oh. Like it's city to city you got you got to come to. And now, you know, your girlfriend is we did a Vice Live. I remember that. And she was like, oh, shit, like people from back home are watching this. And I don't know. I I'm trying to wonder, like, if I got married or if I have kids, then what would I do? The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. What are your, since we're like wrapping Ooh. up the year, what are your 2022 relationship goals? Are there things that happened this year that you would want to change? Are you going into 2020 hoping something happens with your relationships? Like, do you have any, any thoughts of that? Who are y'all keeping in 2021? You mean 2022? Well, I mean, like, oh, I mean, like, from like, 2020. Like from, yeah. Like, who's staying? I mean, I've been with the same person since huh. 2019. Right. Um, right? Yeah. Right? Because I'm going to have no, to. No, no, no. Some... You met him in the pandemic. That was 2020. Ah, that's true. That is. Oh, and it's about to be 2022. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So. I've had the same person since 2020. Um, he'll probably still be around. Mm -hmm. Probably? Yeah, it depends. See, that's the key word. It depends. I mean, it's on me. Like, I'm, I'm very adamant with like, I'm letting him know I'm testing the waters with other people. If someone else shows up and 
I find interest in them, like, I'm gonna really walk <laughs> I away. I thought about but... fucking two can play that game. Test the waters. What the hell? Yeah. It's test the waters. <laughs> Remember that scene? Like, oh, he got mad when he was like, oh, them niggas don't I like that. I want to be in the friend zone. That is disrespectful. What fucking like, water, are you just bitch? putting me in the friend zone? I'd be tight. Yeah, like, he's not tight. happy where he's Not at, when you fuck like, up, you no. can't be tight. I mean, yeah, I like, no. Old Bay tried to call himself getting mad about an LA Bay. And I was like, first of all, nigga, did you not fuck it? <laughs> call you back. Ooh. Yeah, so, but yeah, no. I mean, I mean, he'll be here probably. Um, next year. I mean, Old Bay stays. So let me see. L.A. Bay is out, which is sad because yeah, you haven't talked about him in months. Oh yeah, he like really did something to piss me off, and I don't want to talk about it obviously because like you know, I I feel like I can't. I, I think we'd have to get to that point, but I'm pissed off at him. Um, and also, I think what makes me more angry about that too is like. <sighs> I hate when someone does something that's disrespectful, mm. um, even if they don't realize it. But you got to really cut them off because you can't let somebody do you like that twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I right. let you stick around, like, then I'm the bitch that lets you stick around after doing that. So I can't, which is disappointing because he was great. But, um, you know, I do miss scissors a lot. <laughs> like, I, it has been like ramping up like really intensely. But she's married. She just had a baby, but is. Mm. She got a partner though, right? Mm. Yeah, girl, whatever. All I'm saying is, look, <laughs> not you being disrespectful to the relationship. There's a child. She just had a whole baby. She has a family now. She's like, I don't give a fuck about that kid Yo, or her nigga. Why was I fucking. <laughs> I was like on the phone with Sharonis. We were on the phone on FaceTime talking. This is to... why the boyfriend did not want you at the baby shower. Ooh. Girl, this is why. First of all, you shared it on the damn. show. Damn. damn, is it? Is it? You ain't have to bring it up. Blood. That's what I'm saying. Wow. I'm just saying. But you ain't have to bring it up. Now it makes sense. See, this First is why. First of all, I was trying this to be vulnerable, and I just feel like you jumping down my throat. No, this is why the nigga don't want you around, because you could slide back in there, and it's just different with women. But you know what it is, too? So this is what I was going to say. Um, when I was on the phone with Sharonis, and I started telling him this, mm. he's just like, I was like, I don't know how to feel. I miss her, and like, da 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 He was like, nigga, like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? Because see, for me, all I do is like, I talk to her all the time. We talk mm-hmm. all the time, but it's it's not easy for me. You know what I'm saying? Because she feels like us talking, catching up is good. She's got a baby. She's at home. She wants to talk. She's happy in her relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she's my, I'm her friend. Uh-huh. And I know I'm her friend because when she's frustrated yeah. and like just like feeling down or whatever, and we talk, like I I feel really good that I could pick her back. Not Weezy being but, the nigga ready. Yeah. Weezy being the what nigga the ready. Fuck? Her no. nigga to fuck no, 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 no. Like I, I'm here. I'm here if that nigga fuck okay, up. Okay, one, that's know? true. But that's what Weezy is. The I nigga. feel bad because <laughs> I'm being there for her because I know that that's the right thing to do. Uh-huh. But also, like, she don't but understand. But when that nigga fuck up, I'm here. I, that, the emotional <laughs> strain on me. Just like now, it's about you. You you see what I'm the selfishness of it all. That's crazy. Just like a nigga. she has a child, bro. A what the fuck? Are you ready to take care of that so child? Let me tell you what we and Sean was talking about, right? Because he was like, "What the fuck, bro? Like, y- y- y'all could have had kids, but you didn't have kids because you chose your career. So, like, why are you acting like this?" And I was like, "Nigga, just hear me out. You take care of your baby, but y'all ain't together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, wait, what? Why do you gotta do this, bro? Why are you like this? Trifling. I just wanted to talk to someone that co-parent." <laughs> In different states, she's not trying to cope. She is happy. But I'm saying, not, not you sitting here. If I had to, to co-parent, 
with this woman who is happy in her relationship Girl, with her baby. We're gonna be together before we die. I think so. The baby gonna be And going... this is you know what? The boyfriend got every right to not want you around his bitch at all. I don't want them to break up. I want her to be happy. I'm just saying. Are you saying she's not happy? You know what I mean? Because I, no, I said I want her to be happy. I don't want them to break up. I'm just saying I have no faith in niggas. Wow. That part. You see? And this, wow. ain't, this ain't about her, man. This is about the male species. Um, the, all right. Well, damn. Okay. So what I'm saying is if. Not you hurt. So you man, ain't, for man her ain't shit. Hurt, so you can pick up her heart. I don't want her to be hurt. I'm just saying if. Look, anyway, bro. All I'm saying is we're going to be together at, at some point. I really believe it. And if I got to be a baby mama, side, another baby mama, you know what I'm saying? If we got to be mommy number two, what do lesbians do? Mama and mommy? Time out, time out. Are y'all telling me y'all never had a chick break your heart? That's what I'm saying, bro. Bitches be breaking hearts too. Okay, but... But, but like, so you... If we had to be... If you had to guess. No, if you were if making an educated guess. I know uh-huh. a lot of lesbians that have been heartbroken. I've heard... I know a lot know of a lot women of who have broken the hearts of men. Like, so to me... A woman being with a woman doesn't mean she's not going to be subjected to as much hurt as a nigga would put on. You you look like you just break because hearts. I have a penis doesn't mean I break hearts. I didn't break her. I I I, I loved her oh, very so much. She broke your heart, and I was a good girlfriend. We didn't work out because we both wanted different things. We did not okay, break up because you know what I'm saying. I was a fucking cheater, and so was she, or some shit. No, yeah. we broke up because like I just couldn't give her what she wanted in that regard. Mm. But now she has it, which is great. So let her, so let her have so it. Let what her the fuck? I'm not you saying she it. can't have it. I'm just saying if whatever happens, like I'm like getting you're there. older. Do you see yourself being with a woman again? And by the way, we are like, I don't know how far into this episode. Clearly, there's no outline today at this point because I ain't going to rush through my good ass outline. I'm going to say this shit for Patreon, <laughs> bitch. I'm not just going to run through it because it was really good shit. We're having a great conversation. <laughs> I mean, we have to do Patreon episodes anyways for her, like near the holidays. So I'll save this. But I She's guess, like, do whatever little shit you had. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna just run through this motherfucking outline, bitch. It took me a long time. I kept, I kept um, keeping her looking at her phone, and I was like, I'm waiting for Oh, yeah, no, I've been trying, and now... I felt so like, bad, I'm not gonna nope. lie. Uh, <laughs> already, like, 40 minutes into the episode. What do I miss about her? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, not, but not only that, outside of her, is it also just missing being with a woman? I feel like mm. even the threesomes seem to slow down this year. So do you think that it's also potentially you just really missing being with a woman? I, I, wish I don't miss, I don't miss having threesomes with her. I miss her. Ah. But okay. I think also like like fucking her or like being with her. See? Both of them. Ah, there you go. <laughs> but you know what? Like and, and, and it fucked me up. I felt really guilty. Mm. I was flying from LA and I don't know if it was a song that came on or what happened, but something just triggered me. And I just started imagining my life with her, like thinking about her being in L.A. with me, like thinking about like if, you know, how I would maneuver this because her life is different. Right. And I was like, OK, well, I got two places I live now. Like she got family in Cali. Like maybe she would just live here and I could, you know, to me, the goal at the end of the day is like. I want to make sure I have enough money to like provide for my family. I don't think about my partner. And I'm not saying like she don't have nothing or old bae don't have shit. That's just how my brain works. Yeah. I talk about that all the time. I want to have a kid. You know, I want to take care. I take care of my parents. Like that's the life I want. So when I think about her, now that she comes with a kid, that's what I think about. I'm like, oh, I could do this. Couldn't really do it before, but like I could do it now. So I just feel like it's more feasible for me now. That's why I think I start imagining my life with her because I'm like, that's what you wanted. Okay, girl, you got a baby. Just come over here. 
<laughs> it's weird because even at like even even at thirty one, I think that that's my issue. Oh my god, I hope nobody tells her this. Like even with like the conversations with my ex, mm-hmm. like there's just I don't think he knows, and I don't think I still know how I can truly show up as a partner mm-hmm. because I like that we that like we travel together, we have fun when we're in town. I still cook for him and stuff, but I'm still like I don't know if I want to live with a partner. I still don't really want marriage and I still don't want kids. So as far as like how he would show up as a partner to me, that's where we have like, cause he can't show up as a provider. I make more than him and the protector. He's like, I've never been with a woman where, why do you mean he can't provide for you? What do you mean? As far as like, I provide for myself. I make more than him. Like, so even my lifestyle, like the things I like to do isn't him. He's a lot more regular than I am as far as like the places he likes to eat. That's fair. And so like, so because some people that. think of it like making your like for me, when I think of writing, I'm like, oh, could this person like handle our home or something? Like I think about little things like that. I don't think about my shop. Well, no, he's great. Like as far as like he helped me move, he built everything in my house. Like he's great in that aspect. But as far as like even if we were to move together, like he lives in Harlem. I live where I live and I know my rent is a lot more than probably what he's used to. So even the idea of us living together, I know whatever I want to live in is a lot more than what he would probably want to live in or can afford. And so, I mean, there's that. And there's... I also see, too, because you don't want to take care of it. See, the way I talk about scissors, could never do that for Old Bay. Oh, I'm not taking care of no nigga. But I could definitely, like, I would never even think to take care of, like, him. Which is great. And I'm glad our, we, we mesh because, like, me and him moved the same way in life and that's why I think we really connected. But with her... I talk like that. I don't think I would ever speak that way for a man. Yeah, but I also realized too now the difference in <clears throat> I remember like just saying I need my man to make six figures. There's a huge difference from someone making a hundred thousand and someone making six hundred thousand. So even just that gap, like, okay, yeah, he's probably very comfortable, but the gaps within this the six figure ordeal, it's a huge difference. And so that still comes with a different lifestyle. Someone making a hundred thousand in New York still lives very different than someone making five, six, seven hundred thousand in New York. So, yeah. I mean, again, just the things that I know people seek in wives and long-term relationships. I don't know if I have answers for that. I don't know if I realistically know how to show up in that way. Like, I still like very I, much being I think alone. That's a really good. Um, when you talk about finances, right? Because like a lot of times when we would say shit like that. Six figures or this, need this, need that. Like, I used to legit want to make $1,000 a week. That used to be okay for me. Like, I just want $1,000 a week. I used to think that that was the most. Like, I remember just being happy that there was a comma in my account for the longest. Like, I I didn't have that for so long. So even when I was in my career as an accountant, Ooh, I, I was like, when I'm going to make... Steady. Uh, when it just stayed in there, when, when I could pay my rent and a comma stayed, I was like, oh my God, I'm good. No. Like, no. And so now, like... Now that I'm in my 30s and I'm looking for long-term relationship, I've tried for the last year something that's non-traditional, non-monogamous, more customized relationship. I'm now, just now at 31, figuring out what my boundaries realistically look like, uh, thinking about what I realistically want sexually. Like going to the sex club every two weeks, that was great. But is it realistic You know why I think that happened to you? And this is really fucked up to say, but my therapist made me realize why what happened to me you're questioning boundaries and things like that and you're like thinking about what you want my therapist told me that she thinks the questions are happening because pain has happened 
She's like, once you feel pain or hurt, you reevaluate because you're like, oh, I didn't know this would happen. What the fuck is this? I think hmm. feeling a little bit of like, because you were in love. You were up. I mean, I'm still very much. I still very I'm not much. you aren't, but like you love were, him. You were up here from this super high of love and then something happened that you didn't expect. And it's like, once you feel that pain, you're like, is everything I've done, can it, can it work? I've thought about that too when I've felt some pain from Obey. Like, we have threesomes. We do this shit all the time. Like, do I want to have threesomes? But I, 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 I receive and expect pain because I don't know my boundaries. So I expect to only know my boundaries once I realize a boundary is there. Mm-hmm. Like, going into this type of relationship, mind you, it really being my first real relationship, like to where there was a responsibility, there was an exclusiveness, there was a way in which we had to show up for each other. I never really had to show up for nobody. As long as them niggas was paying my bills, I was hopping to different niggas. So I never had to show up for somebody the way I did in this relationship. And so boundaries, I didn't know what to set. I didn't know what type of relationship I realistically even wanted. Monogamy, I knew was something that just would set me up for failure because I believe that those are unrealistic expectations. Also, having your but first I need, real boyfriend yeah, this and is, that first in real 30s, boyfriend is, is someone crazy. that you swing with. Just imagine the gradualness, right? Someone, girl meets boyfriend. Well, don't ever break up. Single for a little bit. Meets another boyfriend. Uh, single a little bit. Get some fucking experience under your belt. Then you have the boyfriend you go to the sex club with. You like went and in a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Straight, a but also I think I think big. the pandemic accelerated what our relationship was because I sat the fuck down. Bitch, I was at home. We may as well have both been in prison because we both exactly knew where the fuck each other was every day. If he wasn't with me, he was at home. Nothing was open in New York. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it allowed us to really get to know each other. Like the pandemic helped, I think just dating all around for so much because it sat us the fuck down. Now that I'm sitting here trying to date and I'm 10 times busier than I was pre-COVID, I'm just like, I don't even know how I'm supposed to meet someone now. How? I mean, I think meeting someone is in it because you were saying well, the not same even, thing. Okay, meeting. I can meet Remember people. Remember, Making time same for thing. Oh my God, I want a boyfriend. It's not happening. You were mad about not having sex. It's like, you, you can't imagine it happening. Now, you've had a great relationship. You've had a yeah. great person. So it's like, dude, that shit is hard. Okay. And, I, and I also think, it actually just made me think, with scissors. Oh, shit. Was, now that I think about it, I'm like you right now. Like, even our breakup, it wasn't so painful to where I hurt, I, like, were hurt. We just weren't on the same page. And that's what we've been communicating is that. Yeah, oh, my God. No, are you guys we weren't. No, we weren't on the same page. <laughs> With a lot of things. Are you guys saying- and because we weren't on the same page, I was just like, nah, this ain't working. Maybe we could revisit it and come back later, but we're not on the same page. Let's figure that out. Yeah. You just said with you and Scissors, I still love her. Ooh. I still want the best for her. We just weren't on the same page. Do you know what's fucked up too about how I feel about Scissors? Mm. You know, Obey and I have had a very relationshipy relationship. Holidays together. Like, I mean, you know, that's my nigga. Like, to feel like that about someone... But I'm not saying it obviously replaces my love for that person, but it's very scary because someone who's like truly bi, which is me, was in a throuple, which is me, and them two don't really like each other. It ain't like they don't like each other, but when she met him, she was just like... I realize that too, though. Um, you can't just put two people like... You know what I'm saying? You have to build that. And I, I need to have someone on the show that is like us. Like So many people that I meet even in the swing life are like, I've never met a true bisexual. Until like 
They're like, you're a true bisexual. You identify as a true bisexual. Bisexuality, especially with women, I think a lot of people are more curious than not or feel the need to be bisexual for their partners. But like when you're a woman who genuinely likes women, genuinely likes men, like it's almost complicated. But romantically. About, romantically. And I think that's what's yeah. happening is like everything I think about that I really love in her, I don't have with Old Bay. Not in a bad way. He can't give it to me. Me and her have a very homegirl best friend vibe. When we went to Paris and dipped I off. I hope her nigga listens to this. For you real. ain't never going to see her again, Yikes. bitch. Listen, when I tell you I'm listening to her talk, You're and definitely I'm like, not invited this is why you couldn't person. go to the baby shower, pussy hole. First of all, if he listens to this, Girl, it's I, definitely not a matter it's over for y'all. You got to sneak around and you hang with I'm your friends. You worried friend. about this nigga? I'm not worried about him. I want him to prosper and be happy, but See, I'm not going to sit like that. front. Stop trying to, like, make me compete in my head right now, um, You're being really hostile right now. Yeah, you, thank no, you. Just, like, it's just bringing it up in a way that's just me <laughs> off. Because it sound like you the nigga waiting for a downfall, bitch. How dare you? How dare you? I don't want to wish bad on anyone's relationship. But, but you want saying, your happiness. But, I do feel like we <laughs> may end up together at some point in our lives. When That's you mean when you say end up together, what do you mean? Like back together? Like fucking? Or like, back together? I'm going to be real with you. When we broke up, like I never really thought we broke up. Yo, all right. Now, she one of those where, man, once you my bitch, you my bitch forever. So together but I'm head? not like that with any other... Who have None I said of your other about? partners? Who have I said that about? I don't know. I mean, Think nah, about I mean, it. I don't know. We've all recorded. Eden's recorded with us. What three out of actually? Five no, years? you have said that. You said that about um, Lover Boy. You say yeah, because when I'm in his city, of course I'm gonna pull up because duh for Ooh. sex. Ooh. But, but if I ever, but said, that's like, what, I mean, you could still. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's still that level of attachment that I don't think about just pussy when it comes to her, though. Like, obviously, I'm. I, miss I mean, there's her. feelings, but you're emo. That makes sense too. Oof. Why is she trying to shake me? But I'm not. I'm just trying to like... She's just trying to... I mean, like, when we broke up, I don't know if you remember, but like, we went right back to being friends. You and Scissors? Yes. Ah. Like, so to me and my nigga. Right? That's cool. We're friends. Yeah, like... Yeah, so I know what that means. That's probably one of the best friends. Oh. I will... I mean... I never had sex with her again after we broke up. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> damn! I will say this: you know what's crazy? Well, Our Orlando show uh, when she came that week was the pandemic. After that, and that's when she met um, the person she's with now. Wow! And I remember we went out to dinner after the Orlando show, and there was this very like she was like angry with me, but didn't like say it in a way like it was just like I'm mad at you, but like. I was definitely still in love with her. Then, like, I remember I got out of the car to go to my parents' house and she kind of looked at me like, what the fuck? We're not, like, going to stay together. And I was like, I thought you were... It was very weird. And then that whole interaction, after we got back from Toronto, I really was planning to, like, go back to Florida and, like, hash it out and figure out what we're doing. And then the pandemic happened. The pandemic and then, definitely happened. And then we did not go to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so, bitch, you just... You, to be fair, this is why you gotta live in the fair, moment. To be fair, if I if I would have said like, "Yo, I'm sorry, let's get back together," wait, no, why, instead, why you she... know what happened? She ran off and lived in Mexico. So, in, yeah, you, you left oh, scissors to mm. literally be yeah, with this man know. then because you was in Mexico with your man. I did. So she's like, you gonna move to another country with your man? I'm gonna sit here and see what's up with this man. Oh man! And this man ended up being now her baby daddy. Stop dragging it, because for one, I am not dragging it. Yo, I'm not right. See, like, do you think it would have happened if uh, the pandemic didn't happen? 
Like us getting back together? Her having a child. Like your whole relationship, no. like would it have been different with her? Do I think she would have had the pandemic not been. No, no, he said her having a child. Yeah, have her oh. having a child. Uh, I think she had it because of the pandemic. Do you know what fucking was going on? Yeah, my whole, during si- the pandemic? My whole sister fucking. The guy, though, she told me about the about her, the person she's with now, which I think is even sweeter about the whole situation, right? Like, yeah. she's like, oh, girl, it is cute. And she was telling me about him. And then they ended up having a baby. But yeah. if there wasn't a pandemic, I'm not sure. Hmm. You know, I don't know how um, serious they would have gotten. I think that does change things. I oh, think I wouldn't have been with my ex. Had the pandemic not been a thing. So interesting. I, I wouldn't like the pandemic literally shaped a lot of people. Like I, yeah. I know, like, for, damn, but, but I know, I know for the people even they got met the nigga on zoom. Like what are the odds? You know what I mean? Damn. But I, I mean, there was zoom, high zoom odds was actually, everyone point, was on yeah. zoom. Actually, yeah. the whole world was on zoom. zoom That's was so popping. fucking funny. Like, That's such a pandemic story. Way to fucking meet. Like, like literally a moment. And then our first date was hiking. When the fuck would I have allowed that to be a first Just to break up the fucking... The fuck? The love for a second. Can I just tell y'all? This is how I know I ain't shit. Here we go. I was on a funeral Zoom. And there was like 80 people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's a funeral Zoom? Here we go. You know, you couldn't go to funerals during the pandemic. So they were literally... They they were live streaming uh, a lot of the funerals. That's fucking crazy. I know. It was like a funeral memorial Zoom thing, whatever. Wow. Dog. So I'm going through the page because I'm bored. (laughs) Rusty. But... One of these dudes was so fun. Oh my God. I ain't gonna hold you. When we be on Patreon, we do a live town hall every yeah. month for those of y'all who have not joined our Patreon. And we have some pretty good looking guys that be on there. Except one, you be every time you be trying to holler at him, bitch, his wife and newborn baby be right here. Oh, I ain't trying to holler at him. One? He's just my favorite one. It, First of all, <laughs> shout out to them. You know, they in the St. Tom Virgin yeah, Islands. Yeah, they're in the Virgin Islands. So I'm not saying I wanna, He's so handsome. I was gonna say, I'm not saying I wanna fuck her nigga. Let me finish. I'm not saying I would fuck her nigga. They got a baby. I'm but just saying. Would. It, so does apparently so a baby does scissors. doesn't stop uh, right so does scissors and you're like but I ain't fucked that tra- nigga before and he wasn't my man oh uh, uh, okay. okay sure yeah you know what I'm saying yeah Patreon but I'm just saying they'd be on the um, <laughs> they'd be on the Patreon and her man is cute and I feel like she know her nigga is fine what yeah, the fuck do. he's just my type more than anyone else on so there. wait you said you met somebody at a funeral on Zoom nah but this is what I was trying to say <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I wanted to like write him in the chat box and be like, oh, how'd you know so and so? Oh my God. I was like, is this fucked up? So then really, after the funeral so. was over, I looked at the attendee emails and I saw his name on there. And then I took his name, put it in Facebook, and I looked him up and I was like, damn, he really fine. But also, like, how do I add him now? Add him on LinkedIn. Ooh. I'm telling you, LinkedIn is like You have LinkedIn? Yeah. I need to make one for like now that I'm a content creator, but I have, bitch, I still get my, I deleted my old one because I was scared. Oh, I still get my work anniversary at EY. Congratulations, bitch. I ain't at EY no more, which mind you, if ever I needed a fucking job, that would be it. When I tell you LinkedIn, all the recruiters be hitting me because now I look like I done been at EY for about three years. When I tell you, no, when I tell you they be in my shit asking me like, hey, so we're looking for senior tax accountants. If you want to come, PwC is hiring. And I'm like, nah, bitch, never again. But um, LinkedIn, you get to really like, you can see where the niggas work and they be like all dressed up in their little suits and their little avies and shit. LinkedIn is where I be going to holler at niggas, bro. So you can add them on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is the motherfucking. Let that's t- a dating app for y'all. Let me tell you how I know. Y'all Mandy want a nigga ain't with lying. a job? Go to LinkedIn, bitch. That's actually a really good this point. is how I know Mandy I'm, ain't lying. I do. I'm telling you, LinkedIn is lit. Obey had to hire a few positions, and he was like, "Let me do it on the diversity call." Right? He's like, 
you know, because I can find some black people to take this job. So he did this when we were in Mexico City. So later throughout the day, his phone was buzzing on LinkedIn, right? And mind you, his company is huge. Um, huge, huge company. I Like maybe over 100,000 people work there. So the diversity call was big. And he clicks on LinkedIn. He was like, damn, I see all the black girls from this call. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Them bitches won't. So mind you, Nick got like, and he was like, he was like, I didn't even talk to them. I just yep. saw them in the chat box. All of them were on there. Yep. Fucking whores. Yeah. Smart. I love it. I, I love LinkedIn. Shit. Like, honestly, again, I don't want a creative. I still scroll through the LinkedIn profiles. I love it. I, I mean, love it. So you can never see yourself with another creative, like, ever. I, I don't want to be with one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I agree. I unless they make, that. not even if they make more money than me. I just, I don't want a creative. I think that... But see, you don't care if you they make... I mean, you, you just said your ex didn't make as much, so why would it matter? No, because creatives can be broke. Oh, oh broke, broke, broke. broke. I, I they be really yeah. broke. They be struggling yeah, hard. I don't... No. <laughs> like, my nigga still has six figures, even as yeah, be someone who's white collar. I wouldn't want an aspiring... Broke. Creative. I, I see no. what you're saying. No. The only reason be broke. I will say... Broke, broke. There's aspiring. a particular <laughs> nine to five that you can have, right? And this is not me, like... I don't care about the money anymore. There's something I realized being in my relationship with Ovi that I fuck with. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. If yeah. he was like, we're going to Mexico for the week and I'm working there, he can do that. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't date an accountant either. Like the way I used to have to be in my office. Not us telling you the job you got to have. Uh, no, I do. I do. But well, no, when someone works from home, they can move with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, it's, thank God again, pandemic blessing. Do you know how many jobs like are really paying and you can do remote now? Yes. Yeah. Like I love what that has done for us That's because now we can be home more. We can just take our work on the go. Like, I love all of these remote jobs. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Now we didn't we didn't have an outline for this week, so hopefully y'all enjoyed what we shared. But I did still want to do home mail because a lot of our recent episodes we didn't yeah, get the home mail. Um, so this one, uh, the title says, "I'm single, but I fucked up." Um, we have never, by the way, when we don't have outlines, not done a 
I, I almost swear, I think just the therapy episode is the only one where we didn't do a vanilla shit, where we didn't do a hors d'oeuvre. Like, if we don't have an outline, we'll at least do one of them. You know what that is? Synergy. No, it's that I really worked on this outline and I wasn't going to rush through sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, The fact sorry, that our catch-up was 32 First minutes long. First of all, the reason long. you're saying it's synergy because the hour just flew by. You know also, it was 52 minutes long. What was? The, the catch-up, basically. Well, now it was. But when I looked at you and you said it, I knew we was already halfway through. But I you said, know what, though? I said, I'm not sneaking my outline really in this motherfucking you know, episode. When Mandy and I were, like, first podcasting, we were, like, talking on the phone. I'm like, what did you do last night type shit? There's one thing really special, as fucked up as it sounds. Because I said recently on live, someone was like, did you find out? I was on a Horrible Decisions Live. They said, did you find out about Mandy's breakup um, or what happened in her breakup while you were doing during the Royal Mall episode? Was that real reaction? I was like, yes, I had no idea what happened. And it was funny because they're like, well, that's crazy. Y'all don't talk. I was like, it is. But there is at least a real like, no shit. Oh, my God. When we're telling each other stories. And it kind of works because five years, imagine if you're really podcasting with someone that knows all your tea. You kind of got to like retell the story and be like, girl, you know what I told you about? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like every reaction is real. When I'm telling Mandy something on Patreon, that's really where we spill our tea. Yeah. For anyone who's wondering, it's coming out of my mouth for the first time. And I kind of like it. It's I'm gotten used to it. I think it's kind of fun. And it's nice. That's genuine reaction. Plus, that was really that was very kind of you to be open about your situation. I mean, I was not trying, but also like I've known Maul for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, I've known Rory now. Actually, I know Maul longer than 10 years. I knew Maul before I moved to New York. Wow. Um, and then I've known Rory. He was one of the first people I met when I moved to New York, maybe within the first week or two. Mm-hmm. I met him through Cam, who does Henny and Duce Palooza. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, I think also just being where I'm really talking to my friends, like where yeah. Maul has literally brought me Thanksgiving Day food because I didn't have my family up here. Rory has eaten dinner. I've cooked for Rory and he ate at my house. So like, just, I guess, having those friends yeah. and knowing that they mean well, it wasn't a gossipy thing. They was just no. like, damn, really? But also, a lot of people like want, like, enjoyed me in my relationship. And it I'm was really hard grown. to figure out, like, when you know somebody, Manny was like, he's perfect. He was like, what did this nigga do? Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, really, 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 really still like, I mean, and it's crazy because I think that that's also where we're at now in our conversations. He's like, it's good to see that neither of us are perfect now. So now we're actually right. having to love each other through our imperfections. Oh, not so just this, saying you ain't perfect. No, I, I know I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not. I, I have this masculine trait that he hates. What is, what do you mean? Like, bitch, if you raise your voice, fuck nigga, I'm gonna raise my voice too. And I jump in him where I don't think in his entire life he's dated a woman that will mother... Girl, like, not the ghetto. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's me. Like... I believe, and he calls me like, he hates it. He calls it like this fucking feminism bullshit. He fucking hates it because he's like, why do you think this is 50-50? Why do you think everything a man can do, so can a woman? I said, because they can. And you not finna, if you curse, bitch, I'm a curse. If you raise your voice, bitch, I'm a you raise my voice. bitch? No, I never would call him a, a bitch. No. But I get, I've called I get, a bitch. No. Only no, no, when. No, 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 no. That was his fighting words. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I get very, like, uh, I yeah, black out. Sometimes. See, no, and you know twice. what's crazy? And that nigga's so calm, I hate it. Like you were saying, if he raises oh, he's his voice. So, and he he never really raises his voice. So when he does, I'm like, you're raising your voice. Don't do that. Because then I'm going to raise mine. 
And now we're yelling. And that's my thing, too. I really do not like arguing. And he knows that. So I'm like, who does, Mandy? You. You said you nah, do. Some people like arguing. Not bro. like a real one. Yeah, I don't like arguing. I want like a fight fuck. Like, why you be acting like that? Yes, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> I just be like, we're not going to argue right now. Like, this isn't a time for that. Anyways, let me get back to this goddamn home mail oh, yeah. so we can get the fuck on out of here. All right. So I'm single, but I fucked up. Hi, ladies. I've been listening to your podcast since it came out in 2017 and has honestly made me become the woman that I am today. I have always been a sexual human and I used to feel bad about it or like I was a whore for just liking sex. But you guys made me feel a lot more confident and now I don't give a shit, which also probably kind of put me in this situation. So anyways, a little background about me and this guy that I am seeing. We will call him Will. Hey, Will. We met on Tinder back in 2019 and had a few dates. Things were going really well, but he was only in my city for a month for work and then had to go back home, which was two hours away at the time. So we had a discussion before he left what we were doing with our relationship, and we came to the conclusion that we would try to see what happens. So we tried, and there was a lot of back and forth bullshit, and it didn't end up working out. Things ended cordially, and we kept in contact here and there. Okay, so jump to now. Okay. He moved closer to me. So now he's only 45 minutes away and we kind of re-sparked whatever we had a couple years ago. I would say our feelings have grown a lot for each other and we've had some serious talks, but let's not forget, I technically am still single. So this other man who I've had sex with before hits me up one night asking me what I'm up to and I say nothing. So he comes over and one thing leads to another and I end up giving him head. I was on my period, otherwise we would have had sex. Oh, I remember this whole meal. After I gave him head, I look at my phone and I have five texts from Will telling me that he's in my city and he was trying to surprise me by showing up to my house, but I wasn't answering my phone. So he left. Mm -hmm. My heart quite literally fell into my ass. I did not expect him to do something so cute like that. And this was the closest thing I have ever done to cheating. I was so hurt by my actions that after the other man left, I threw up because I felt so bad about what I just did. Just imagine driving 45 minutes to see your man after working for 16 hours and you're no, well, (laughs) 45 minutes is how far he lives now Um, to see your man after working 16 hours and your man isn't answering his phone because he's with another bitch. Now, of course, Will doesn't know what I was doing because I just told him I fell asleep. But now I have this terrible, guilty conscience and don't know what the fuck to do. This situation made me realize how many feelings I have for Will and how badly I just fucked up. But do I tell him what I did? Or do I keep it a secret and just move on? I don't want to have a guilty conscience forever if him and I do end up progressing into something more. Help me, please. What do I do? Do you know why I remember this whole mail? There was a specific sentence that made me laugh so hard. I was out somewhere when I read it, just out eating and just like, I think I flagged it. Um, Because whenever you guys send us home mails, please put home mail in the subject, by the way, to horrible decisions at gmail.com. When it doesn't say home mail and we search it, it ends up getting lost. The girl goes, I, I gave him head, blah, blah. And then she goes, this is the only time I've ever kind of cheated. And I was like, kind of? You kind of sucked a dick? Yeah, no. She, giving head is for sure cheating. Right. Oh, but yeah. she was like, this is the only time I was like, almost like, no, bitch, you had it but in your also, mouth. also, it's yeah, not man. technically cheating if you haven't put a label on your relationship with this man. So, like, you having a lot of feelings for Will... Doesn't equate doesn't to... Doesn't equate to you cheating because he has not made you exclusively his partner. So... Now, is it... Okay, so fine. It's not cheating, but is it not dishonesty almost? Why? I don't have to tell, tell you everything I'm doing when we're not together. Like, that's something that 
comes with loyalty with a relationship, with having responsibility to this person. Now, why do you think if she we're not so to, bad? Because she really likes this man. And so maybe in her mind, that's her boyfriend. Yeah. I, Even uh, though he hasn't fully made them. I have a lot of feelings them. about um, one, being faithful to someone that's not yeah. your partner. Yeah. I have made that mistake a lot and it's gotten me in so many situationships that I didn't necessarily want to be in. <coughs> and I think it's very unnecessary to put that kind of pressure on yourself because I know you said you threw up. That's also nerves if he was 45 minutes away yeah. from a dick in your mouth. That wasn't your guilt, bitch. She was just like, damn, I'm out to get caught. But um, if you are the type of person that needs to tell, like, I understand what a conscience, a guilty conscience can feel like. I, I totally understand. If you want to tell, tell. Me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't divulge in that because I think that people, the way that you're feeling bad about it isn't going to outweigh how it's going to play in his mind. He's going to be like, well, how did you get there? How is it possible that you even wanted to suck another dick? How could you do this to me? Well, I thought we were going somewhere. It's so weird, though, because I feel like <laughs> she's like, I'm not with my partner now, but my partner just like will pop up like he's popped up and brought flowers. He's popped up and brought food. Since and, y'all not together? No. OK, well, that's what we, I'm saying. But so, well, no. Yeah. When we broke up, bitch, I walked <laughs> outside and he had flowers and breakfast by my door. And he was like, I didn't want to interrupt, but you were on my mind this morning. So he's done that. And so a part of me, even when I be thinking of inviting somebody over. Girl, I hate fuck I up would, flowers. I love flowers. I would. I don't like fuck up flowers. Oh, no. But flowers is like one of the things. That, and they were my favorite. He got me some flowers. Like some flowers are my favorite. Girl, like, Obe got me some flowers delivered to the house. And I said, the guy was at the door. I was like, I didn't order any food. And he's like, oh, these are from. I said, no, thank you. Close the door. And I text him. I don't want them. Sorry, I lied. Flowers, nigga. Oh, well, I like flowers. I, I got them all the time in my old apartment. So I was like, nigga, where the flowers went? I done moved to motherfucking Queens. I don't get flowers as much anymore. But uh, no, so like, because he's popped up unexpected, a part of me does feel weird to even invite someone over. Because I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm fucking and this nigga come and try to I think about that shit night? all the time. I That's why I like fucking niggas in New York. I be like, but you know the block I live on too. Like, it's easy for a nigga to be like, I'm at so-and-so, what you doing? I be like, my mouth is full. Fuck. Well, I will tell you this, sis. I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't tell either. Because I don't think that's Will's it's business. Not that, it's not that serious. And I think that once you guys get to a point where you agree that you <coughs> should be not exclusive to each other, but you're in a place where you're not supposed to be seeing other people, you might be growing and getting there. Your feelings might be ramping up, but your feelings don't necessarily need to do with what you should be divulging. What if that What if that relationship grows? Does she... Even if it grows, you, why you... I mean, you could talk about things that you've done, but the idea of... And, and we had an episode about that, like oversharing your sexual past with your partner. Cool. But to me, to even preface it, like you felt bad that you were cheating because you were seeing him. Like, to me, I just don't think it needs to be brought up at all. Like, girl, the nigga did not exclusively claim you. Y'all are not <laughs> in a relationship. You don't owe him telling him that you suck. Also, I will say this. We had this moment in Mexico where Olga and I just started talking about all the whole times we had. I don't know why it happened. Like in the beginning of our relationship, I was like, when did you really stop fucking other bitches? And he was like, what do you mean? When did I? And I was like, tell me the truth, nigga. I was like, because that one time when you and I was at lap and I said I wasn't feeling good, I fucked another nigga. And he was like, what? And we laughed about it. And it's like, what you gonna do now? I'm like, I'm with you now. Fuck. I think it takes a time to get there because in this moment, if I heard that you were sucking another dick, I'm gonna be like, you don't give a fuck about me. You don't want to get back together. 
But two years from now, I'm be like, oh, girl, whatever. Yeah, maybe save it for like two years from now if he's even in the picture two years from now. Exactly. It might be the niggas who dick you suck. Yeah. Well, sorry for no outline this week, but I hope you guys enjoyed kind of us talking it out for what our emotions emotions. and relationship woes and everything has uh, been here in 2021. Um, Next week, you guys are going to get a recap of some of our favorite episodes from 2021. And let me go ahead and tell y'all now, top of the year, we are going on a break. Um, So you guys, we Thank gonna get drunk for yeah, the year. Yeah, you know we are. So that's basically why that's gonna happen. But there's we gonna be have some one. travels going on, and really just a break uh, before we gear up uh, for 2022. Um, also, if you haven't yet, go on over to whorehive.com. If you're still looking for stocking stuffers and things, we Girl, they have, got five days. That's fine. Okay. Our shipping is. I feel like we'll talk to Alex to make sure they get it. She gets it out. Okay, but we have a, a a lot of things. We have stocking stuffers, and even if it goes late, bitch, I still be getting people gifts well after the holidays. Oh, well, let me tell you uh, Obey ordered me this macage coat, and the nigga fucking got this big ass box and printed out the coat last year on a fucking. He's like, I had to go to a Kinkos and everything, and it was a picture of the coat because the shipping was delayed. Like whatever, do that's something. You get a bitch a Patreon membership if you um trying to do some Christmas gifts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if you guys uh want to keep up with us during those two weeks, if you join us on Patreon, we will have new content there, so y'all can hear a little bit about us and what's going on during the holidays or whatever. Um, but yeah, have a very safe holiday. Absolutely. And I do want to thank too. because we're wrapping up the year, I want to shout out to everyone, especially all the new Horhive members. They have been live and in full effect at the live shows. That was literally, all, I feel like half the audience is here. Like, where the fuck the old hoes been? Bitch, Y'all tired COVID, of I told you COVID. I don't know. It must have took them a son. They gone. Oh, they, they not they not coming to our shows unless they just really some hoes <laughs> that don't want to get vaccinated. That's got to be what oh, it no, is. Oh, no, that's more like that. Our old hoes don't want to be vaccinated. So they're like, hey, uh, sorry, maybe they'll all show up to Atlanta. But um, oh. I want to shout out to everyone that went to the D.C. show, the New York show. The L.A. show and Atlanta. Uh, thank you guys uh, for all of those cities that y'all keep writing under the post. Uh, we will be announcing hopefully some 2022 shows yeah. um, in the spring. So we're looking forward to seeing y'all. Again, make sure y'all going over to Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. Um, check that out. And yeah. Yeah. Love, light, and lube, y'all. We wish you a happy Happy holiday. holidays and a happy new year. And we promise we won't do that next year. Enjoy next week's episode of our recap. Tweet us. Put us on Instagram your favorite episodes. Yep. Hopefully we can... um Favorite guests, all of that. Um, yeah. And honestly, just, just thank you guys. This has been yet another episode. Wrapping up 2021, baby! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> It's bonus, bitches. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of our Patreon, which normally is more up to date. I mean, I know this is the week of Christmas, but um, we did record it a little bit before so we can enjoy time with our fam. We're coming off of our Atlanta high. I feel like everybody is tweeting us about like coming to a different city. If you could pick like two cities that you feel like we got to go to for the new year, what would it be? That we haven't done yet. Not that we haven't done yet or that we just need to go to. New Orleans for sure. Or um, Vegas. I mean, I like, I, I don't know. If, I don't know. We, we've never been to New Orleans, so I don't know how to gauge that. Um, to me, 
outside of the, the four cities we did, Chicago and, and Houston have always showed out for us. Um, I would also say an honorable mention to Philly. Even though Philly's right there, Philly goes really hard in our comments. I know. Um, Even though they didn't go hard at the first show we had there. I, th- I thought it was fine. I, I think it was close to a sellout. I thought they did well. I think Baltimore has been asking for years for us to come there. But those would be, those would be I guess, my cities. Yeah, definitely Chicago. I forgot about them. That was a definite. Chicago is a a, a stand high that we have there. Chicago is real. Just because Tammy there. I mean, it's not, it's <laughs> not only Tammy. It's, it's, it's everyone. It's I funny because really every city Chicago. I know a person now in my head. Which because is kinda, of Patreon? Yeah. Um, yeah. which is kind of nuts. Whenever someone's like a regular fan, no offense to anyone that listens to the main episodes, but Sometimes I just be like, mm, I don't really know you. <laughs> no. But it's, it's because Patreon, just to give you guys an idea, if you're a new patron or old patron or whatever, we <clears throat> um, we see the names a lot more frequently. It's something we have to manage closely. It's not like an Instagram thing. We're seeing first and last names. We're sending messages because of merch. Or um, on top of that, uh, the Zooms, the town halls really gotten me closer to the horror hive. Yeah, I I really like the Zooms that we do uh, every month. I really like that. Are you in bed? I am. I've never seen you with this background. I'm confused. I feel like I'm the one yeah, with the background. It's been a a long a long morning. I'm I'm not gonna get into it, but I am officially 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 single. So it's like this is the first like, and I'm officially single. Like, there's no coming back, and. I don't know. It just hit different. I feel like I've been preparing for it with our ups and downs recently, but it was just a long night. Did Very you, long night. Did you get to at least talk and figure out you'd be single in person? Yeah, it was in person. And it it it, it just got not great. So it's done forever. Do you feel good about at least closing a chapter and not being in limbo? No, because it wasn't closed good. Okay. Like he closed it by saying he doesn't even want me to like him. He wants me to hate him. And so just things were done and said for me to hate him, which I'm just like, it was just an extreme. It was an extreme measure to like, maybe he just was start just, over. Maybe he doesn't, maybe he was angry. That's a weird thing I to mean, say. Yeah, I mean, no, there's a lot. I mean, he's grieving. There's a lot going on in his personal life. And all of my friends were like, it's deeper than you, but for sure, no I mean, there, there's no coming back. So to know, like, I'm going into the holidays. Like, literally the last episode, we were talking about gifts, which, you know, isn't a thing that he celebrates. Of course, his birthday, yes. And so to be going into the holidays single and to know I'm going to be starting the new year off fresh, it's just like, it's weird. And and I would love to know how y'all do it, but I just tweeted something. In feeling the high of love, and now experiencing hurt and heartbreak. Why do people choose to feel this way again and again and again? Like a part of me just wants to fill fill my free time up with friends and work again. Like I don't want to experience the highs and lows of love again. I'm good. Honestly, I'm good. Love is like the best drug of all, right? Like that's something that we hear all the time. Love is definitely a drug and where people are addicted to that puppy love feeling. There's nothing like that beginning 
feeling, that feeling of the first I love you, the feeling of will you be my girlfriend, the feeling of your first vacation and meeting families. It's like those moments are what we're... And I think the other thing and why I'm such an emotional person... The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.